Uh, yeah, I'll have a large extra butter popcorn and she'll have snow caps? Really? Snow caps? They taste like cardboard. Okay. did look at a lot of the uh imdb stuff i filtered through a little bit i mean this movie didn't hold my interest too much so i was looking for other stuff to read through you can you can take the wreck out of the kid but you can't take the kid out of the wreck you know what i mean (laughs) no i mean that's that is one of the benefits of having jordan on here is that joey has to do less work I don't yeah, have he to. knows Actually, I can't I just let it up, sit. But, yeah, you know, I, I yeah. specifically was like, I'm not even going to look anything up because I'm just going to, you know, it's not my show. That's fine. And then I find myself there scrolling through all the trivia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so welcome, everybody, to a brand new Rundown Reviews. I'm your host, Joe. With me, as always, is my co-host, Ron. Hey, everybody. And we've got, as you heard, two special guests on this episode. Returning, because he's been on every single Batman one, is Big Chuck. He's a gold right, day in hell. Hey, that's regular size Charlie, okay? Sorry, it's Mr. Man. Icicle, okay? I'm Mr. <laughs> even says it in his name. And returning after a couple movies, he hasn't been on since the since Batman. Uh, we've got Jordan back. What's up, what up? I, I like how you have me on for my two least favorite in the whole series. I, look, <laughs> I should have I know I should have had you on for Returns and Forever. That was on me because I didn't uh, didn't think to ask you. That, that's yeah, I think Forever is the only one I really like of this series. I don't think uh, mm. I don't even think Returns. I can't remember. I know we covered it on our show way back when we were a show and weren't a dead uh, husk of a show. Um, <laughs> but I can't not remember before you were a cockies of a show coming back but not coming back. Yeah, I, I yeah, dangle <laughs> that carrot for everyone, right? Like maybe we'll come back, but nah. Chuck knows what I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> yep. An indefinite hiatus. Nope. Yep. Chuck yep. definitely said he's never going back. He just said the show's on hiatus to give people false hope. Yep. 100%. Oh, how many? If how there's many... nothing I am good at. He just shows up on here all the time and uh, gives them false hope, too. Yeah, this is pretty much Chuck's show at this point. It's how many yeah, times Chuck's show? I have officially been on this show more than I've been on any other show of the Professional Casual Network since uh, <laughs> Lady Showdown ended. So, um, yep. Which is a good, nice segue to say that we are part of the Professional Casual Network. Oh, yeah. Because I don't remember to promote that until like the end of the episode. The show you're about to watch is part of the professional cast. Well, that's already on there. My name's so sexy when Chuck does it, though. (laughs) That's true. true. That is very true. So, yes, the movie we watched today is Batman and Robin from 1997. Mm. Now, all of us have seen this before, correct? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hell, I actually, I remember I went and saw this in theaters. So, Ooh. yeah, I know. <laughs> Rich boy gets to go watch things in theaters. Oh, Ooh, wow. <laughs> hey, my name's Joey. My parents were medium class, so we were able to go to the movies no, actually, on a regular uh, basis. If it was a matinee with, on a Tuesday, I went with a friend. And I think they paid for me. So I never, I never saw oh, this. Oh, I'm Joey. I got friends. <laughs> I never saw this in a movie theater. Actually, this was the first time I've seen it on a screen. I actually watched the stage play of it the first time I saw it uh, was at the local performing arts center of my town. I bet it was, was Arnold that. still in it. Arnold was still in it, of course. He yeah. was governor of California at the time. I was, I was into this, so you know, he was definitely there. Makes full sense. Just doing it for the publicity. You know what I mean? Exactly. Kissing babies and being in. Theatrical plays of Batman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. 
Uh, so let's go ahead and dive into this movie. Who wants to? Uh, go let's first? start off with the um, right after the credits, cock and ass like train that ran okay. through there of putting I, on uniforms. I wanted to bring this up. Everyone gives this movie crap because of the bat nipples, but no one wants to talk about that thick booty of Chris O'Donnell. That was the that was the shining moment of the opening credits. they couldn't like, get both cheeks into the sh- fucking opening mm-hmm. at one time he pulls those bad boys up and i swear it doesn't stop shaking it's like one of those <laughs> like balls that knock back and forth forever and don't stop that was his butt <laughs> i mean it was, it was a nice butt not gonna lie nice shot how many squats is i do i gotta do to get that man that's all i was thinking I mean, the whole movie <laughs> like i haven't seen him lately i know he's in the one of the ncis's on cbs but like I think he still looks good. He I, looks exactly the same. Yeah, I know we talked about he that. He has not aged never. at all. <laughs> he still looks forty-five. It's very confusing. Is he? A, is he a part of Scientology? Is that how you do it? Either you in Scientology, you either don't age or you age way too much. That's like the two routes you can take in that religion. Well, yeah, but Keanu Reeves is. Oh, a it's because it's all an experiment. <laughs> you have to have you have to have a uh, control and like, then a. Uh, yeah, you gotta true. like jerk that's off true. into a volcano or whatever. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then you get to the point of view. So I'm pretty sure that's how that worked. Yeah. Oh, is that all it takes? Yeah, but it's like a really, really big volcano. Hot. Fill, yeah, it's a lot. And just fifteen thousand dollar dues every month too. That's oh like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's where they get me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, of course, also, also have to fight off uh, uh, what's her nuts there. Um, can't think of her name. Ria Lemmy Ria or whatever. Yeah. Ria Lemmy. What's her name? Yeah. Ria, Ria Remy. Ria, you know that girl. Yeah. The you got to fight who... her off too. Yeah. You She's actually have to boss. go. You have to fight her in the street. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so not at the, not at the volcano. No, no, no. Just randomly in the street. Like she will find you. Oh, she will find you. Well, shit, at least she's her. going through the effort and I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I had a question. Okay. If we're talking about the beginning of the movie. He mentions this is why Superman works alone. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this is confirmation that Superman exists in this universe as a superhero or that Superman exists as a comic book character in this universe? 100% he's a hero. And if he'd have been there, he'd have taken care of this whole problem before anybody got frozen and died. Well, why so don't we it- ever see him then? He has heat vision. Like he literally has built in the weird phaser guns that they were using this whole time. Oh, it's simple. It's because uh, Bruce is too proud to uh, call in for help. Until the end um, of the movie. Yes. True. And Superman was busy at that time. So, ironically, this was... Um, yes, Superman exists. Um, the Superman Lives movie with Nicolas Cage. Oh, yes. going to have... Supposed to have George Clooney as Batman in it. That's right, because I heard Batman Unchained... There was supposed to be a Batgirl and Nightwing movie. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this derailed a whole like what would have been Marvel like cinematic universe before well, Marvel. Yeah. This derailed the whole thing. <laughs> yes. Um, which I, this is I, almost I, like the Flash movie. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Hey Joey, I think that just means that sweater you've got is gonna be worth more. <laughs> I, maybe. I, I, I just add. That's a VFX crew sweater. You know, it's from the movie. Yeah, the, the, the VFX crew didn't, like, hurt any small children or anything. So I, you're in the clear. You're good. <laughs> well, my neighbor hasn't yet, so <laughs> I'm aware of. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah. It's got Superman, real weird all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I apparently disassociated. Come back to your neighbor beating up little kids. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all good. He does that from time to time. They deserve it. 
Just ask Anakin Skywalker. Um, so <laughs> the the movie itself, yes, Superman is is around. Why they didn't ask him to come in? Because they didn't want to pay more money. See, the problem like, is the problem is is at this point, Warner Brothers is filthy rich, mm. uh, just making tons of cash. But they're trying to be frugal about it. And they're like, we can't have Superman show up. That's because a whole movie a by itself. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole separate movie. We got to pay DC more, and we don't want to do that. Yeah, but they have to write two. I was going to say, yeah. didn't Warner Brothers? Hasn't Warner Brothers had the rights to DC since like the early eighties? Yeah, but my assumption would be that they would have to pay for extra stuff. Was Nicolas Cage yet in his phase where he was just taking like movies for a bag of chips because he was so desperate? What, I think this is pre that. Yeah, that was like that? early two thousands okay. that started happening. Gotcha. Yeah, because like I think that was after Gone in sixty seconds. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> that's when he bought the the drags. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, can yeah. We, back to the movie, but can we also talk about how ridiculous the design of the bat cave is okay so it's only batman robin and alfred that know about it right mm. yep so well, did one would, would one of them hypothetically get confused about whose motorcycle that is that it had to have two robin emblems on either side of the case as it opens or the fact that the batmobile sits on the middle of a big fucking bat symbol in the middle of the fucking bat cave it's like sh- showmanship it's all about showmanship <laughs> for, the, for I mean, three, no, an audience of three let me me explain let me explain because i thought about this too and i figured it out at the end of the movie alfred says he had the pleasure of having two sons bruce and dick Mm -hmm. dick is the younger adult you know version where he just i want what big brother has i want what big brother has so he had to put in the neon uh, Robin symbol, so he would shut the fuck up about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is the entire okay. premise of this movie. I mean, that's as Robin just wants the same thing and is a little bitch about it. And we I mean, already know Batman is... isn't doing this for the people; he's doing it for himself. So of course, Batman has his sim- symbol on his. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, right. Robin's first. That's line so he can is, sell action figures. Car. It's a gimmick. Well, that. Well, about that. That was this whole movie. The mm-hmm. whole movie was to sell action figures because at the I time, love that like all the trivia I was reading was just like Joel Schumacher uh, normally apologizes to people for this movie. George Clooney normally apologizes people for this movie George Clooney <laughs> apologizes and pays people back for a ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allegedly. He, he, yeah. Allegedly he would pay people their ticket money back, which is so funny. I guess this was before George Clooney was like a movie star. I guess he was just this an was, ER. This was like his third or fourth. I think he had, I, I, I believe in Peter, the trivia. Peter, in the trivia from Dust Till Dawn. That's what uh, Schumacher saw him in, and was like, mm. "Okay, I like this. I like I, he's uh, he's a good choice." So yeah, but he was on ER. That was his big TV breakout, and then this one, while it didn't go anywhere, while it, it failed and flopped at the box office, was a success for his career. Whereas mm-hmm. you know the rest of them, I think. Alicia Silverstone suffered a little bit. Chris O'Donnell suffered a little bit, but you know. Well, yeah, it's understandable that Alicia Silverstone suffered from this movie because she was terrible in it. Well, so did you things? I was going to say, can we get into it now? Because they cut a lot of her parts. For uh, so so, I have a little bit of praise for Joel Schumacher here, and I have a little bit of disdain for the movie industry in the '90s. Right, Alicia Silverstone 
was supposed to be Batgirl a lot more in this movie. They cut her parts because between Clueless and this, she gained a little bit of weight. A little bit. You guys have seen the movie. She's, she still looks amazing. She's super right. skinny, totally fine. But because she gained weight, the studio was like, cut most of her scenes as Batgirl. We don't want her in this. And so she got like pretty much pulled out of the movie because of that. And then during the press junkets, people were like, all the journalists were asking her about this and wanting to know like, oh, you know, you gained weight. Like, how do you feel about that? And Joel Schumacher came to her defense every time and pretty much was telling the journalists like, um, why don't you ask some real questions and be a real journalist instead of like asking this girl who gained a little bit of weight, like yeah, you probably teenager. have yourself. She was, yeah, she a was teenager. years old. Like people gain weight. Yeah. Different so, stages of their life. Sorry that we're humans, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm pissed because it's like we could have had more. And that's probably why she seems so bad in this is because they just cut her, like probably filmed some and just cut her out of a bunch of it. So it was just disjointed not great takes all that and stuff so well it's kind it of a bummer edited weird that if she wasn't in the suit they rarely shot her full body mm -hmm. it was kind of just like breasts up for the mm -hmm. most part yeah it's it was ridiculous that they they did that because i feel like i feel like this whole movie was just chopped right like i feel like joel schumacher in batman forever leaned into the camp in a good way I don't know how you guys feel about that. I know I listened to the episode. But I don't remember if you guys were on board with it or not, but I feel like that was a good camp. I feel like this one was just like the producers meddling with everything, which is something that we've noticed a lot. And I've noticed because I've followed these comic movies forever. Uh, WB is a perfect example of meddling with products when they shouldn't let them be. And mm -hmm. yeah, you know why? Right. Yeah, we because get it, WB, Joey. The Snyder Cut is better. Jesus, get look, over it. WB Man. owns Scooby Doo, okay? But WB is actually the bad guy that Scooby Doo unveils. Wait a sec. I'm seeing a connection here. So James Gunn, is it James Gunn just took over Warner Brothers? Yeah. Right? Or DC yeah. and all DC. that? James Gunn also wrote the first Scooby Doo live action film. It's oh, all my going full circle, guys. I <laughs> love that. Well, the first two. He, he did both of them. Yeah, both. Though. Yes, the first two. But yeah, it's all coming full circle here. I love it. Uh, but, but, and then you know, James like, Gunn was also married to uh, the girl who played Pam on The Office. So now he's getting into NBC, too. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, but he's not married to her anymore. That dude's now got his fingers in all kinds of pies. He's got he's got pies. visitation rights still. <laughs> BC. Wow. Okay. I will say it's interesting that you, that you say it's the meddling of of the um, production company because when I was watching this, it felt like it was Batman Forever was Schumacher trying to do. I think we were or what I said was it felt like Schumacher was trying to do um tim burton mm. in that movie because it kind of still bled the line of of like batman batman returns and then they were trying to keep those elements but have him kind of control like put in creative control and, and this was, was full unhinged schumacher yeah tim burton was the production uh was on the production team uh for batman forever this right. one is straight schumacher and yeah he it feels he, very unhinged situation he, in that way he even said um like and jordan's right like he schumacher will go down saying this is all my fault i take full blame uh but george clearly said it was his fault the writer even said that like well it was just a bad i wrote a bad script like and all this but schumacher's just like hey look i i'm the director 
it, it all falls on me. That's why my name's on the screen. So you can blame me for it. Um, but at the same time, though, I think I really do believe that the that WB kind of just went too far into it and was just they Schumacher wanted to do a little bit more of a darker tone with the movie, which there is a I think we talked about it during Batman Forever. There's a, a, a red book cut or red diary cut that was revealed once Joel Schumacher passed away that people are trying to get uh, released because there was so much uh, film edited out of that movie. And so there probably is a ton of film. Well, actually, there was a scene that was stated in the um, in the trivia where uh, Julie, the not fiance, but Bruce Wayne's love interest, um, where she catches Bruce with uh, Poison Ivy there at the what you call it, the observatory. And then she breaks up with him. Oh, um, I saw that going a different way, but that might have been a different well, Batman movie. Oh, it gets worse because she <laughs> so she it, leaves the Indio version. <laughs> she she leaves, and Poison Ivy catches up with her, and then kills her, and that's why we don't see her the rest of the movie. All that was cut. Some of it was cut. Some of it was actually filmed, and it just like and then some of it was just left on the cutting room floor. But then obviously that got pulled out of the movie. We never saw that. So I, I guarantee this is another one of those things where Schumacher was trying to get more serious and had this movie made money and the fifth one would have been made, it was going to be a super serious tale. I, yeah, I, but I you also have to understand, if they would have put in all that serious stuff, they wouldn't have had time for all of the fucking wire team action scenes in this thing. So <laughs> I start watching this movie yesterday and uh, my girlfriend's daughter who is 11 is watching it with us. And um, that opening scene when Batman and Robin are facing off against uh, Mr. Freeze and they're jumping everywhere. They knock the gun out of his hand. And that gun goes flying and then perfectly lands <laughs> on the thing. Heart crashed me up. She was just like, that's, that's kid hat. What? No. This I honestly, I honestly think reading this script would not have seemed like such a bad movie because I like the one-liners. I love the ridiculousness. I'm a huge fan of that. The visuals are what made it look so hokey. They define physics all over the place. Things just floating around. Like there'd be times where Chris O'Donnell would like do these somersaults and flips to like not do anything. Like he got like a, a a pole vault and then pole vaulted up and then just stood there. Yeah. And it was like, I'm not going to do anything. (laughs) Like, what was that for? Yeah, no, I, I, you, we say this is, you, you say that, you know, on screen it looks bad. This is, and I was telling Chuck before we started, I love this movie. Like, this is a movie <laughs> I will go back to and watch constantly. I mean, yeah, but we've already established you have bad taste in Batman movies. So. Joe, Joe just loves when a rocket comes out of a vehicle that you didn't know existed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's because he owned all the toys. <laughs> that's true. But not until he was an adult. Toys? Look, hold on. Let's talk about the toys real quick. This but, movie came out in 97, 98. I was in, no, 97. Sorry, I was looking at Nick Fury earlier. This movie came out in 97. I was in eighth grade. Went to... DC, Washington DC for our field trip. So not DC in, Comics. No, not DC Comics. In the mall in in Washington DC, there was a 
back when they had WB stores everywhere. Movie hadn't come out yet, and I saw a figure, an action figure of Bane that looked comic accurate. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be awesome. Bought it right there and then. I'm like, this could be great. Movie's coming out. I'm going to love it. Movie comes out. Bane is atrocious. I was mad. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of. speaking of Bane, Chuck, you're a wrestling fan. Are you yeah. aware of who was playing Bane? No. Was it Kane? No. Kane? So <laughs> it, it, it's it's a, a guy <laughs> named uh, Jeeb Swinson, I think. He went by the uh, the Ultimate Solution in WCW for. Like... Oh my God! Are you mm-hmm. serious? The Ultimate Solution? Yes. Yes. The oh, Ultimate Solution thinking... is who is in that match, and he Let died. Let me make sure I'm actually thinking of the same person. Hold on. Yeah, oh, he, he passed, passed away. away. I think just after this movie premiered, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's the Ultimate not... Solution. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> And Schumacher said that he was looking at um Kane Holder. Oh my god, yes. The uh yes. the, the okay. actor who who portrayed Jason in I want to say Friday the 13th part mm. 9 and Jason X and maybe even Freddy vs Jason. Um he was looking at him because of his his uh his height. Steroids. But but um well yeah, definitely steroids. Yeah. But then Jeep came in and he, he Schumacher saw him and was like, "Yeah, I like the muscles on him." So we're gonna go with we're gonna go with Jeep. Yeah, Ultimate Solution was always like one of those real like I don't have a neck, super stocky, like crazy jack dudes. So it's really important because I I do have to tell you this. Uh, the Ultimate Solution is part of a storyline with the Legion of Doom, led by Kevin Sullivan. Uh, <laughs> that is part of what I like to call the '95 Hulk Hogan cocaine fever dream. <laughs> that is alliance to to end hulkamania comes together and they just pull every single bad guy that they can find give them this like new gimmick of like being this like paranormal-esque like monster cryptoid character they redesign everybody to then end this in this like tower of doom match where it's a cage on top of a smaller cage or a small cage on top of a bigger cage on top of a bigger cage. And Hulk Hogan has to climb to the top of it. And then for some reason, come back down it. Uh, and the ultimate solution and the guy who plays, uh, uh, his name's tiny. He is, uh, Zeus in no holds barred, the movie, no holds barred. Uh, he's in a lot of other stuff. He's in uh, Friday and, He's in like a random, uh, he plays like a ghost character thing in a Nickelodeon Halloween Goosebumps movie. I just remember him in that too. Um, but anyway, he, uh, yeah, uh, it is one of my favorite stories of all time. I uh, highly recommend going and looking up the promos of Hulk Hogan finding the Legion of Doom world. Uh, <laughs> phenomenal. Absolutely just cocaine induced fever dream is wow. all I can describe it as. At one point, Ric Flair is for five minutes just screaming, Hogan, Hogan, at the screen. Nobody knows why this is happening. He's just screaming it over and over again. I highly recommend it. I'm I so can, happy. You know what's great is I can envision Ric Flair bouncing yeah. back and forth, screaming Hogan, and then just like falling flat on his face. Just sweating <laughs> uncontrollably. He just had a match. He's sitting at the announcer's desk with the headphones on, just screaming, Hogan, Hogan, just screaming for no re- Nobody knows what's happening. Everybody, just, everybody oh left gosh. the table. It was great. Uh, I will on. say this, though. It looked like he wasn't 
those weren't his real hands the majority of the time. They always, I thought they were gloves. I think they are because he's got like mm. a mesh like suit that makes the veins pop yeah. out. Okay. And the veins are already in the mask before the mask is put on like the little Didn't scrawny dude. Well, Did not make you know what? I will give at least a little bit of uh, uh, like at least Dr. Woodrow was using convicted felons to do his human experiments. Sure. <laughs> Which I, knowing now, because we've read Jason Woodrow in the Swamp Thing comics, never realized, never put two and two together that that was that character. And that character in the comics is called the Floronic Man. He's a very plant-based villain. Um, so that was that was kind of a fun little like Easter egg that I didn't know was well, actually in the movie. It's good to know that he actually made it out of there alive and then rebranded himself as Lionel Luther um, in Smallville <laughs> just a few years later. Well, then he he got out of Smallville and then had a son that became Dr. Savannah in the Shazam <laughs> movies. So, Oh, he was in Shazam. That's right. I totally mm-hmm. forgot about that. He also, he, John Glover shows up in everything. John Glover is amazing. Um, I, I'm currently, because I'm also a co-host of uh, DC Alliance over on my other network I'm on. Uh, we have been covering the, we've been rewatching Smallville uh, on there one episode of the week and then talking about the Talkville podcast with uh, Mike Rosenbaum and Tom Welling. Well, just recently they had John Glover on and man, that he's like 76 years old now. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he looks good, but he is, He's getting up there. Like he's he's yeah. having harder times. We should put it's I almost saw, like old age does that to you. I know, I know. Right? Body. That happened to me. I saw um like a year or two before Leonard Nimoy passed away. I went to the um, Egyptian theater in Hollywood for a screening of the Star Trek movie from 2009 that JJ Abrams did. And mm-hmm. afterwards, he was a special guest speaker. And I took my cousin with me who and who's a huge Star Trek fan as well. And he walked like right in front of us uh, to like get down to the front. And by the time he got to the front, he was so winded just walking down this aisle. And it's like, oh man, you don't want to see that. That's like, oh. I don't know how this dude's living right now. Like, yeah, it sucks when you see these guys getting older and you're like, no. My man, like I see Christopher Lloyd all the time on Instagram or even Twitter. And it's just like, he's not, he, I, what did I watch? I watched that spirit Halloween movie with him in it. And he's in it for all of like five minutes. And then he's, that that's him actually walking and acting, and then he's in it for like I don't know a little bit longer, but it's just, just like his face superimposed on other things, and it's like, oh my, my dude, you're like eighty, you're not Doc Brown yeah. anymore. <laughs> no, he's got to go hey, back so in time. Let's let's talk about how when Freeze froze Robin, uh, Batman was able to put his eyeballs still move. Well, that too, but Batman was able to pick him up like a like a suitcase and just. Toss him into the water. That's because like, Batman works out. I was also like, wouldn't he, this is not a great way to de- de-thaw him. You should be putting him in a refrigerator for 24 well, hours. Chuck knows what I'm talking about. But here's the thing. You got to put him under cold water. Uh, it can be as, as, uh, as warm as 70 degrees if you're using him for immediate use. Yeah. Um, don't don't, don't leave him out at room water. temperature in the day. Yeah, don't leave him out at room temperature. Two hours, you know, yeah, yeah. That's, how you build, we, that's how you build Robin bacteria. Yeah. Can we also talk about, though, how... Um, it was very important that the whole thing turned red before he pulled Robin out because that's how you know water's hot because it turns red. I was unaware that we had the technology that you could create lasers to be cool enough that they don't completely boil and destroy anything it touches. 
Um, that's great to know that, you know, you can just use this red beam and be like, you know what? I'm going to set it to uh, lukewarm is what I'm going to set it to. Like, what are these phaser things they have? Were these in the other movies? I do not remember no. these things. No, no they There's they went so many full blown like, like 69 Batman gadgets in this. Like, yeah. they don't have the gadgets really in forever like well, they did in this and there's like toward the end of the movie they they switch suits to uh to their silver suits the one of our background mm-hmm. here and allegedly oh, those ones have insulation well allegedly these suits are made from the same material that uh well like the lining and stuff um so when he's got the bat wing mobile thing uh the bat glider i don't know what the fuck that thing's called and like that one villain is uh the one henchman is shooting the ice ray at him and he he takes the wing up and it like reflects off of it apparently the, no, that's the, the bat sled the bat sled okay yeah, the uh sled. the suits are made from that similar material because there's a deleted scene where freeze shoots batman to try and freeze him and he deflects it with his cape uh and that's why we don't actually see him try to freeze him at the end of the movie so what is this material have they had this in their Teflon. possession the whole time no guys, yes so why <laughs> they don't use it ever i don't know yeah but that's so that weird. but that what? is that goes back to batman always having stuff for this was everybody. a this was a huge missed opportunity to have the bat toboggan like <laughs> it could have been the perfect thing that's how you build family you know what i mean yes. like I love Chris O'Donnell. I keep calling him Chris O'Donnell. I love Robin's uh, little like weird Louisiana uh, fan mobile <laughs> that you take through the swamp. I'm like, did they sell this as a toy? This thing is amazing. Yes. Okay, can we talk about like I know we talked about toys, but we have to come back to this real quick. This movie is the, one of the only movies ever released where every like you know when they would release a toy line for a movie and they had a bunch of figures that just don't make any sense that don't have anything to do with the movie most of this is one of the only lines that ever got released where every figure that was put out was in the movie in some way as i can tell you with the bane figure but yes so like but i have a feeling because Toy creation takes uh, probably a year of development and then a year, another year, year and a half of production. So they may have drawn, like they may, may have either used the comic or they used um, like renderings of like what they wanted, brainstorm, you know, of what they wanted and then completely changed it after the figure came out. Uh, even early scripts because allegedly Batgirl's costume was going to have the full cowl. But they took it off and just had her have the domino mask. The toy line yep. had her in the full cowl. Yeah. Is that what they, so they never had her where she had the cowl while they were riding the motorcycle. They were like, we have well, to put the helmet. cowl in at least once. Yeah. It was, oh, it I was guess that was a helmet. Did, yeah. did the Alfred action figure um, come with like replaceable face for McGregor syndrome or. Uh... <laughs> no, but it did come. Actually, I think, and, I think yeah, Alfred is the only fake. character that doesn't show up in this. Uh, in, in, in all uh, the sets. That's but like bummer. that opening scene with the ice uh, bath thing, that was a playset that was in this. Um, every vehicle was released in this. I'm almost positive. Uh, shout out to all ego Ethan page. He has a toy hunt vlog that drops every Sunday where he actually 
um, tries to collect the full runs of things and he's a big Batman guy. He collected every single one of the Batman and Robin figures and then did an unopening of it, of them all, and then shot like a 90s commercial for it and stuff. And nice. it's really good. It's really funny. Wait, so he has all the toys. He has every single toy that was ever. So written. what you're saying is he could hypothetically recreate this entire movie with yes. just the toys. Robot yes, chicken could. style. Yeah, oh my God. actually, I was thinking more along the lines of like having actual hands holding the characters type, but <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that movie. Oh, that would be and great. The the figure for Poison Ivy, I don't know why they would do her so dirty like that, but that figure is rough. I highly recommend looking at it. I didn't like Poison Ivy's look in this movie. I was, I was not oh, I liked her look. Her, her little like weird <laughs> horns and stuff. Like that, I don't know. I was yeah, yeah I looked up that high too. Like, <laughs> I will say I this. I didn't get why she wasn't was, green. Why couldn't she have been green? Yeah, Everybody she, else had a uh, seen amount of makeup. Yeah, if she got buried in the no. ground and came back up and we're saying Mr. Freeze has like ice for blood, like we could do anything we want in this movie. Why holy shit, she is a buff toy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is jacked as fuck. Does she look like Chun Li? No, actually, so oh, she fuck. looks like um what's the chick that shit on uh Giant Depp's bed? Amber Heard. Yeah. There you go. She looks like if Amber Heard was on steroids, because she got like the like the whole green suit like all the way down, but it looks like the Aquaman suit thing that she had going on, and uh, her she looks like a dude, <laughs> straight up like her yeah. face, like she has like a fucking chiseled chin. Like yeah, here, I don't know if you guys can see this. It is. Oh yeah. It's a not bit. a. It's but, not a good. Like look. she's got broader <laughs> shoulders than like Joey I like that does. It comes with the vines. That's awesome. <laughs> but they released. Poison like, Ivy comes with vines too. They released every version of like the suits that existed in this movie, like, <laughs> and gave it titles and. So do they have her in the gorilla suit? Oh my gosh! No, but I would have bought that figure in a second. That would be the only figure I would buy. It's the gorilla suit. Just the removable head, though, to see her head underneath. Yeah, no, everything else is hard plastic. Just the head looks like one of those old doll heads. Nowadays, you can get that made though. So, oh, that's true. It's not the same. (laughs) It's not the same. No, I just nothing like. I want to be the writer. I want to be the writer where I write the scene of sexy montage dancing as she strips out of giant well, gorilla suit. <laughs> so apparently that's supposed to be a homage to a, an older movie. I don't know exactly what, because they kept saying Nosferatu. it in the trivia. They actually, huh? No, yeah, close. Um, they, I did look through most of this trivia on IMDb, and I would say about 60% of it was just junk or repeated mm. shit. So, I don't know. Um, but Joey, I do have a question for you because you know so much about the comics. What's that? Why is he called Mister Freeze and not Doctor Freeze? The motherfucker has a doctorate. Because he's doctor. It's a little disrespectful. He's when you humble. Think about it. He's being humble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but to go, speaking of the comics, to go back to why Poison Ivy wasn't green, she didn't really get the green hue in the comics until the two thousands. Mm. She was. Then how's her skin full of chloroform or chlorophyll? I mean. <laughs> yeah. Is she Mother Earth or is she not Mother Earth? She never made that relish. Sometimes she referred to herself as Mother Earth and then other times... I think that was her being a mommy dummy. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, we know she's a muscle mommy according to her figure. (laughs) Yeah, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. And we know that Uma Thurman's got the milkers, so I mean... Mm. 
You know what my favorite moment in this whole movie was? Is when Poison Ivy finds her new lair and it's the neon version of the gathering going on in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, this isn't this is just the same place that they beat the shit out of those dudes in Batman Forever, but they yeah, gave it a neon overlook? The okay. Diablos. It's the same group. Is yeah. It? yeah. Those guys are just having shit luck. Dude, they get the shit whipped out of them. It's yeah. ridiculous. But they liked it. Apparently. Okay. Well, but we do need, like we do. We do need to address the elephant in the room. The Batman credit um, card? No, that I was okay with. Mm-hmm. I accepted that as an idea. I mean, it totally <laughs> completely blows away uh, like his identity and stuff because you have to put a permanent address, but it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> he just he just put the Batcave. <laughs> That's yeah, okay. I mean, he's so rich they don't even care anyway. You know what I mean? Exactly. Arnold Schwarzenegger acts his fucking ass off in this movie single-handedly as saves he this does movie. in every movie as he does in everything but this was so well done for him like he has the serious moments and then he has like a 90 camp right but i actually mm-hmm. do believe him the only time i didn't believe him was him actually being a doctor when they were showing him pre like <laughs> yeah, normal like, normal Arnold Schwarzenegger. He, he looked like a, he looked like a porn dude who was playing a doctor you know what i mean yeah. like like and also he's sitting there watching his uh right before his wedding and i all i was thinking was who was filming this you're looking into a mirror was someone standing behind the mirror filming this? hey that was right before they did another filming that the guy interrupted okay ah, yes. <laughs> But dude, okay. So I was watching this with my girlfriend Sam, and uh, when he was watching through the home videos and stuff, like they're cutting open, they're cutting like the cake or whatever, and he's getting ready to eat it. And I'm like, no, 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 because I could just imagine him making those noises in the movie. <laughs> I I was a little bit bummed. Uh, so this is my problem. I really liked. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. I thought his costume looked the coolest. I thought the blue paint looked really good. There were some close-ups where I was like, that is some good prosthetics yeah. or blue paint or whatever you got going on. His that suit is amazing. fucking awesome. Looks amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And is he the Pricey only... has held her on, though. Wait, what was... Pricey? Pricey? Yeah. It's... I mean, it's it's kind of the same as oil as gasoline now, so I mean, it's not that different. But uh, I was wondering, is he the only villain in this series of batman that had a redemptive arc yeah i think Catwoman so sort of did Catwoman's not sort of a villain though no she was like still on the good side just clashing with batman the whole time yeah then yeah in these four movies yes yeah i like that i i thought that was good i wanted to see more of him because they do that teaser at the end where now he's like with poison ivy and stuff and i was like i want to see more of this character i think that'd be really cool well, and i but... think the fifth movie had it come out, they would have tried to maybe have him come on as a uh, as a quick guest appearance. Although at the time he would have been governor, so it would have been harder. I heard that the thought was it was going to be Scarecrow and Harley Quinn were going to be the villains yes. in the next one, and, and all of the past villains were going to show up as hallucinations from mm-hmm. Scarecrow's fear gas. And they were allegedly going to have that would have been rad. Scarecrow oh, be played by that. Coolio, who was in the movie <laughs> as the banker. It was just it was, <laughs> dude. That is less interesting to me, and yet Agreed. still very interesting to me. Yeah, I would be. Uh, Harley, Harley Quinn would have been Joker's daughter once she once she found out what happened to the Joker. She was mm. that she makes things so much weirder with their relationship. That would make it very weird. Well, look, the movie's the movie. Listen, they they're changing stuff because apparently this is Barbara Pennyworth, not Barbara Gordon. So. No. Uh, Barbara, well, the, no, Barbara. Well, Gordon. after Alfred dies. Um, the commissioner uh 
adopts her. Uh, adopts her. <laughs> she is only yeah. she is only seventeen or eighteen. So are we sense. are we all okay with the fact that the police department just is calling on Batman now like he's their buddy? Like there's no, no- you clearly have never <laughs> listened to any of these episodes. Like what is what what is okay. that about? It's so stupid. <laughs> <clears throat> what do are you gonna do? do? We're Forever? fine. We have Batman to just beat up all the crime and do anything that he wants. And then we just show up and handcuff them. It sounds like real police with civilians. <laughs> yep. Um, they exactly do the work. There, I almost shut this off for like a hot second when the when the <laughs> journalist, uh, like or whoever she is, because she's been in she's been in all of them. Uh, she's um, been in the last where, two. This one and forever. Okay. Well, regardless, Gertie, she, was, she was in it. The, I remember her from yes. at least forever in this. And she, when she's just like, well, we don't have anything to worry about. We just rely on Batman. I'm just like, you rich fascist ass. I just, I lost my shit. I was just like, no, we're not doing this. This is why people like Batman and I'm not okay with it anymore. I don't like this stupid bullshit. But, I mean, she's saying that to Poison Ivy and the whole crowd is laughing because yeah, Batman and Robin is our protectors. They're going to save us. Like, no, no. That's no. what I'm trying to tell you. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, I just have 1319 written on my page. I mean, 1312 is all cops are bastards. 1319 is all cops are incompetent. Ah. And like. <laughs> I thought. Uh, Gotham City. Yeah. Well, that's because they're all either corrupt or, you know, useless. So. But. The theme that we've seen throughout all of these Batman movies from 96 to this is that police officers solely rely on Batman to do all of the work and then they show up and then Batman has to pat them on the back and tell them how well, great they are. Well, they're doing such a good job and that we have to respect them because if you don't here's remember the thing, have you ever had a manager? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I get it. Like, sixty-six. It doesn't mean I like it. Sixty-six. Yeah, sixty-six. I oh, mean, because if, if you if you've ever had, if you've ever had a manager, that's exactly what they are. They are Batman's managers. Like, go yeah. do all this work. Come back. Hey, look what we did. Uh, but wait, I nope. We did. I think oh, it's really more of an undercover so boss situation. Care. But I I hear what you're saying. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's true because I mean uh, Bruce Wayne is rich, but they don't know that Bruce Wayne's Batman, so therefore they don't know that they actually work for him. So it makes sense. Yeah. Which I know in the comics. Oh, can we also talk about how terrible? How terrible what? Um, I'm sorry. I thought I was glitching out because everybody froze for a second there. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Go ahead. George Clooney sounds. Like he's just reading lines throughout this whole thing. Like he doesn't sound like he's actually yeah. acting. He just sounds like somebody gave him a piece of paper. He memorized some lines and then he read them off. And not even, even even when he's even like that. Bruce Wayne, he still doesn't come off as like he he sounds like they dubbed it in after the fact. Like he went into a recording studio and, so and dubbed it in. About that, um, is that how they do all movies though? <laughs> Well, they do that for some like parts when it's hard to hear. Uh, allegedly, they had to do that with like ninety five percent of this movie. Oh man! So obviously, all of Arnold's scenes because he's moving around in that outfit. It's all mm. just clanking, clickety, around. clackety, clickety, clackety. Um, 
a, a but Arnold doesn't come off across that way. Like Arnold's no. don't come out that way at all. No. Well, well, Arnold has this going for him though. He spent the past 15 years of his life building the idea that his good acting is just one liners <laughs> and being muscular. So we're all sold on that idea. Yeah, true. I mean, up, there was a, there was a scene with fair. Arnold where he, uh, He's in the room with two governors and two Conans. So when he got captured and he's put in Arkham, Jesse Ventura is one of the guards. So that's two governors. And then the other guard, the one with the eye patch, is Conan from the TV show. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's super it, weird. They had to have done that on purpose. Random facts. I, that's I, wild. Well, the governor oh, thing they couldn't have done in purpose because that was well, the no, yeah they had to vote for that one. But, but though yeah. allegedly uh, Jesse Ventura would go visit Arnold on set constantly, and I think they're just like, "Hey, you want to be in the movie for like a, a scene? Here, come on, I guess." Yeah, and um, then of course because Jesse the Ventura just wants to be on screen as much as humanly possible. I know. He'll never say no to anything. <laughs> I mean, he did Predator, so yeah. Uh, you you may remember this, Jordan, but uh, in the Running Man. Uh, that is just ju- that is just Jesse the Body of Ventura playing Jesse the Body of Ventura. hundred uh-huh, percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm just a guy who just wants to stay in the limelight as long <laughs> yeah, as possible. That's that all is it. it is. I'm glad you brought up uh, the Running Man because one of my notes here was Mr. Freeze is just the dollar store version of Sub Zero from the Running Man. <laughs> oh, I actually like Mr. Freeze a little bit more, but I do love Sub Zero from Running Man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I didn't realize and I was. Telling this Chuck earlier, I didn't realize that was uh, Vivica A. Fox, mm-hmm. the uh, the character. You mean yeah, the, the people? That she was whatever they, the who were buying them. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but her her character name was Miss B. Haven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot. Okay, a lot she of had, people like, a got bit more like of a scene on that. Like she had like a longer scene where she's trying to like flirt more with with Mister Freeze and and try to get him to. Like ditches, cold wife, and come to him. Why was she even there? <laughs> I was so confused. Well, because we had Drew Barrymore and what's her name, uh, and Trevor. Yeah, that were like the the cute henchmen to the main villain. So you have her here in the skimpy outfit while everybody else is freezing to death. I know, and, and she was totally fine. Well, That's yeah, why I was like, so, what is going on with this girl? I don't know. Dude, <laughs> yeah. she's one of those chicks with an ice fetish. Apparently. Yeah. Are they? Were they? Would he shoot a load as like Killer icicles? Frost? Wow! Did you say something about Killer Frost? No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure if they were like setting up Killer Frost. <coughs> Is Killer Frost the character in the Flash TV show? That's yes. Okay, yeah, I remember her. She was in. Was a Killer thing. Did, was Killer Frost a thing even when this movie came out? She was a villain. She was a no. Was she a Flash villain? No, she was a. Firestorm villain. Uh, Firestorm had yeah. his own comics at this point. Uh, he had his own comics in the eighties. Yeah. What? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. I, I literally been... only know about uh, Killer Frost because she is one of the gang leaders for the uh, Mister Freeze uh, gang in the Batman Miniatures game. That's the only reason why I know that she exists. Okay. I was like, who the fuck is this? I thought it was the electric. I only know because she's a hot uh, chick from the Flash show. That's fair. I thought she was the uh, the electric Actually, person from Static Shock. The, like, I imagine, judging on how they named these people, that her real name would be Colorita Frostivi. 
That's her. That's her Christian name. Uh, no, yeah. her name is Caitlin Snow. <laughs> that's right. It is Caitlin Snow. I should know this. I, <laughs> I totally forgot. That's her it's name. DC, it's a DC thing. I don't know. We have that problem in the comics all the time. Is is Doctor Mister Freeze's real name actually? So I have uh, to go back Victor real quick. Freeze? It's Freeze. It's Fries or Fries. Yeah. Okay. So that wasn't just a Gotham thing. Like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Freedom Fries. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. What are you gonna say, Ron? Well, okay, so I, I was reading through my notes, and this happened because we didn't see Batgirl until later in the movie. But uh, why doesn't Batgirl suit have nipples on it? What the fuck's up with that? Because then it'd be an R rating. Yep, that's true. <laughs> I will say though, did you, you see the shot? The ass. So there was the shot when um, Poison Ivy was taking uh, sexily taking off her monkey outfit uh, and she pulls off the gloves on her hands and she puts them right in front of the chest of the gorilla suit and the gorilla suit had nipples. And I was like, what is it with nipples? Like close up shots of nipples in this movie. It's so weird. You got to keep things a little spicy. You got to put something yes. in there for the parents. You know, this is a, this is a kid's movie. Gorilla, mo- gorilla nipples. <laughs> better. Disney does heartfelt moments. that will make you cry. Warner Brothers puts in nipples. Yeah, that's what they do. That's for the parents. Yeah. Damn dirty apes and their nipples. Uh, I really did like that in Arkham Asylum. We saw uh, Two Face and Riddler's suits just hanging up in like a closet somewhere. That was pretty cool. My girlfriend was like, "That's what we call an Easter egg." I'm like, "Thank you, Emily. Yes, I know this." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was probably more of for the little one, not for you. Oh no, Cassie had left by like 15 minutes into the movie. So she, she oh. was gone. But by the time I think I mean, that's Bat, fair. Um, once Freeze went up into the rocket and Batman chased after it, she's like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I uh, really did enjoy all of Mr. Freeze's vehicles. Like the rocket was ridiculous. I agree. But that bus is the dopest thing. I loved that. I had the toy of that. And I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I thought it was cool too, and the fact that it had like little icicles on the front that then turned up to be missiles as well. Yeah. yeah. Didn't shoot straight, shot like away from what they were aiming for. That's a great feature to have when you have missiles yeah. on your car. Is shooting They're, away from it's what like a grenade. Well, well, so, what happened was that the, 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 the shape of the front of the car. <laughs> yeah. I well, feel they, they had to make room for what was it his gun in the front? That he would then take out a version yeah. of his gun, I think, wasn't it? So it was a separate gun. Oh, I thought it was I the actual so. gun that he carried around. Was so I thought it was well, no, because oh. the the, uh, the henchman had it on his as well at the end, while Freeze was in the observatory. But Freeze didn't have the well, gun. He could make did he? two guns, which means he needed sure twice the amount of diamonds. I, yeah, I, I mean, will I will say so this: there's I, a diamond problem too, because he needs all the diamonds, and then Bruce Wayne presents this one diamond that looks nothing like the diamonds that you know he needs but um he still goes after joe we're all god's diamonds in the dark don't worry about it (laughs) well can we talk about more importantly that this would have never been an issue if mr freeze would have known how obscenely like unrare diamonds are (laughs) this this whole movie stems from the fact that arnold schwarzenegger tripped over his own feet at one point that's where this whole movie comes from. Nothing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The thing because we have a bad guy that dro- dropped into a vat of cold. Yes, just cold. That's what it was. It was a vat of cold. And Poison Ivy got dropped into a vat of earth. plants. Yeah, of earth. <laughs> uh, Bane got injected with a vat of 
Bane. Bane. You know what I mean? Like it's just um Oh, it was Super how... Soldier Serum, actually. The yeah, name true. Venom. And not get yeah, they, they, were, they were ripping right? Yeah. Because it's words and not actual like TM. Yeah, because it said it. it said Venom on the side of it instead of Super Soldier Serum. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> for for Marvel to be able to copyright it, they have to put Marvel's Venom yes. and then Marvel's Super Serum uh, Super Soldier Serum in front of it for them to be able to copyright it. Yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, DC doesn't. Do so that. Joey, I was going to talk to you off mic, but since we're here and we're going to do it this anyways, um, I did have something that I had to add for the bingo, but we'll get into that later when I do the oh, bingo. God. Okay. Because there, there was something that I saw that I'm like, you know what? This happens more than just this movie. So since, it's gotta since be we're talking there. on mic and not off mic, I debated on if we should uh, cover that play I sent you years ago. <laughs> we absolutely should. I mean, absolutely. it would fit. It, it's like sequel to this. It'd be, it would fit. I mean, it already has all of the, uh, you know, it, it drops somebody into a vat of something. Yep, exactly. It's got terrible one-liners. Yeah. Yep. It would work I don't perfectly. Know. You, you guys cut out after you started talking about a play, so I'm just going to assume you're talking about the Harry Potter play. That's no, out there. Um, there was so back in. <laughs> fuck. Where, How do you mute people? Like <laughs> junior year. Yeah. Uh, you can't. I can't. Um, back in like junior year, I came across this website, and yeah, I'm sure you came across high. a lot of websites in junior year. I was at school, so it was limited. <laughs> um, I mean, does that change things? The, I, look, I'm not dis- disagreeing with you, but um, <laughs> this this guy wrote a script called Batman Sucks Forever, and I think I sent it to you, Chuck. I think I sent you the link back Maybe. like years ago. I think with, yeah. when we did Batman 66. Yeah. Um, and it is just this guy. He wrote a script, and it includes the stupidest things. It's almost Batman like universe. when they have computers listen to things and then write things. Yeah, it's that level of of. Um, I would love, I would love for like subversion of the idea. So my favorite thing ever is like taking an idea of a movie and then subverting it into something else, which is why the idea of like Violent Night that just recently came out is so Dude, appealing to me. Right, such like a great movie. movies like that so are just great. like so cool. So I would love some someone to take Batman forever or some Batman property and just completely turn it on its head and point out all the flaws and have it be this like really disgusting morbid like reality they live in and i think that would be super cool so i'm all for it whoever this guy is junior it's, year guy on a computer lab computer it's fun it's called like i said the website i think if you look up batman sucks forever it's a full script it is fun now speaking speaking of this this is going to take me down a little bit of a, a thought train here now did you guys I, see I who played um young bruce wayne yeah, Santa Claus's kid. Yep, the the kid who plays Charlie in the Santa Claus, which we just had Christmas, so of course that's like on my must watch because the Santa Claus is my favorite holiday movie ever okay. since I was like four years old. Freaking love that movie. Um, and so I was thinking, or I wasn't thinking, I was watching this movie, and my wife brought up an idea for a, a movie or a, a, a story I want to write, where she goes, "What if in the scene in the Santa Claus where they're in the school for the um, occupation day?" And there's that kid that's like, so you're telling me that all I have to do is knock your dad off hit the roof and I can become Santa Claus. That kid grows up believing this and then decides to hunt down who he thinks is the real Santa Claus and starts killing like mall Santa Claus is trying to like get to the real Santa Claus. And then it turns into this like super violent 
horror film of him just like stalking Santa Clauses and finally gets to the real one and then just completely takes Tim Allen out and becomes Santa Claus, but like the Bill Goldberg version of Santa Claus. Like, I think I think this got some, this has some traction. <laughs> you got some merit there. You had you had my interest. Now you've got my attention. Uh, yes. <laughs> and now you have his I'm writing it. Well, <laughs> no, that's, that's exactly that what I want. <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about, you know, this movie. Oh, which reminds me, I should probably check the Discord because we had a couple of people talking about um, this one being their sexual awakening. Mm. Because of the bat nipples? <laughs> uh, I think just because of the I thought movie. it was Uma Thurman, but... See, I didn't think Uma Thurman's outfit looked very good. I thought Uma Thurman... I was like, I was... was Pulp Fiction before this movie. It was before this movie. It was right? before this movie, but I never watched Pulp Fiction. This is my first movie with Uma Thurman in it. But I wish Same. she would have acted a bit more crazy in this. I feel like she was holding back a little bit and being Ooh. more cartoonish than like over the top. And I feel like, no, just go for it. Like, just be insane. I need to specify That's- because I think we're on different pages. When I say that Uma Thurman was hot in this, I mean Uma Thurman when she's got the fucking glasses on with the like messy hair and the fucking nerd look. That like was real doctor Uma Thurman. <laughs> yeah, I, when she came back, when she died and came back, like that was like, oh damn, okay. Uh, I I did like that um, because yeah, her outfits were amazing in the beginning, and then like toward the end of the movie, it got weird and it got weirder and weirder, like drawing yeah. on eyebrows, weirder and weirder, kind of like yeah. what is happening. But honestly, like. I I've seen some movies with Uma Thurman in because I saw her in this and mm-hmm. I recognize the actress. Like I've seen this movie so many times that I have seen purposely sought out movies with these people in it. You 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 watched my super ex girlfriend didn't you because of because of this maybe yeah so got problem with that yeah a little bit have, okay I never so, made it all the way through that movie it was just. Bad. I don't remember it. It is not good. She's not it. nearly as hot in it. Didn't so. she throw like a whale at one point or something? There was a, a shark. A shark. Yeah, that's that's shark it. Yeah. yeah. But there was what was it? Blank check. No, not blank check. Um. Yeah, it's blank check. No, nope, you said it. it's blank check. Uma Thurman and blank check. Yeah, Uma Thurman and blank check. Paycheck with uh, Ben Affleck. Oh, not any better. I forgot but, about that movie. Like, I I like. Hey, back with Mel Gibson. No. Uh, <laughs> dumb movie name title for that movie, but like a good movie. I thought. In <sighs> late '90s and early 2000s, when I watched it, that reminds there me. There was a movie so she was in with um, Janine Garofalo. I can't remember what it was called, but she was super hot in that one. I think there's a theme going on here with Ron. <laughs> oh yeah, no, the Ron. Has Ron won't watch like, something if he can't find somebody attractive in it. Like Kill Bill. Dude, that is 100 accurate. And then he has to figure out if there's any nudes of them existing because then also 100% accurate. So Ron is never going to watch The Lighthouse. Believe it or not, there are no nudes of Gene Garofalo out there anywhere. I don't know. I mean, Uh, he scoured Uh, the web, the dark web, and he can't find it. Me and Kill Bill. Uh, First time I watched it, I had a I I borrowed my dad's burnt copy of it, watched the movie, and didn't realize that half the movie was in subtitles, so I have no idea what half the movie was. <laughs> and I'd never watched... Burnt copy like, or bootleg copy? <laughs> burnt copy. Like, this is back when burning DVDs were, like, a big thing and started out. So I used to do was, that. Allegedly, 
I used to do that with my Netflix DVDs that would come in the mail. I had Mac the Ripper that would break it down into TS folders and then burn it through toast to a DVD, allegedly, allegedly. so I could keep all the movies. <laughs> yep. 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 Hey, as long as you weren't selling them. And if anybody saw them. him do it, no, you fucking didn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't do it at all. I got one question before we get to the Discord real quick. Oh, there really and, isn't anything on Discord, so we're fine. Oh, okay. Am I correct in remembering that Michael Keaton's Batman or Bruce Wayne was a total dick to Alfred most of the time. I feel like yeah. he was pretty rude to Alfred all the time. And then in this he one, he's just like, rude to Alfred. you're my best friend, Alfred. I love you so much. And I'm like, he just kind of took, he, he took, um, uh, took him for granted a lot. And, uh, well, it happened in this one too. Like the, the doorbell's ringing and no one's answering it. And it's just like, like he's he's calling for Alfred to go answer the door. Alfred, door! Oh, <laughs> get off your ass, do it yourself. Like what the hell? He's yeah, rich, also he like if I went like to that. a restaurant and went into the back and picked up my own food. It's like, well, I could do that, but do you want me to do that? I don't know. Am I stepping yeah. on your toes? It's your job, so I'm like, should I be doing that? I don't think so. <laughs> um, yeah, no. On the Discord, they really, I had people drop their thoughts and questions, and uh, all we got was from uh, Takius saying that he's pretty sure, or they are pretty sure that uh, this movie was their sexual awakening. Um, Again, I want to know what yeah. part, because now I'm curious. Because you would all assume of Uma Thermon. It was all yeah. of uh, Arnold's one-liners. I was going to say, blue Arnold Schwarzenegger, I could definitely see. Like, I felt like I was in the best version of an Eiffel 65 music video. Like, I was so <laughs> on board. Uh, and then... I prematurely blew myself, guys. Yes. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, Funk two eighty three kept having a bunch of cold puns, so just right, you know, right there. That's Perfect. JB. That's JB. Okay, that's JB. Well, at least they were feet pics, right? Ah oh, man, jeez, yeah. They got uh, so yeah, not really, Feels not really weird. lost from Discord. Thanks, guys. Really, really, I mean, really that sounds like the Discord. A shout out for you guys. To help Nobody out. takes you, it seriously. Giving you know your I mean? chance to get on the show, but no, okay, yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, nobody takes it seriously. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. We're the casual part um, of professional casual. So can we talk about how the, the way that Batman and Robin and Batgirl saved Gotham was by instead of letting them freeze to death in 11 minutes, they gave them skin cancer? Mm-hmm. I mean, they yeah, literally they, uh... beamed sun rays directly into everybody. No, it was well, fast yeah. enough. It was just a nice tan. It <laughs> What, and that's oh, wait, before or, before we go anywhere else, Joey, that's one kill. Um, first off, everybody cancers one kill. Nope, they're not dead because they they saved them before the time was up. No, because they all got cancer from the sun. That's one that's, kill. But we didn't see them die. We, we can make the assumption. Okay, you can make the assumption all you want. If they don't, I die, mean, we didn't see Poison Ivy die, but we know she did. No, she didn't. Well, oh, Freeze definitely killed her. Well. He's anyway. a reformed man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, uh, he just made the icicle. It's the one that fell off the ceiling and stabbed her through the chest. Why? It wasn't his fault. Well, why did? Oh, so he's that. He's where that riddle comes from. Uh, with the person dying with the icicle. So, <laughs> um, why was it that when Poison Ivy, she's sitting on her Venus flytrap throne, totally fine, things not chomping on her at all. Then all of a sudden, when she falls into it, it starts chomping on her. Oh, um, it's how you land in it. Robin, well, Robin was tickling the prostate in the pool. Ah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 
I got nothing. That answers it for me. No, I I just want <laughs> to imagine. That's acceptable. Frankie? Was that what she was trying to build? Was Frankie? But I had some weird type of snake face. I, I think that's what was in the little jar. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe. I like Frankie. I, I was wondering too. She wanted. I wasn't following her logic of like. I want the next like ice age to happen to kill everyone, but then I'm going to plant my plant people things. But like, you'd have to wait a pretty long time to let the world fly. I'm pretty sure the first ice age lasted like at least a year, if not longer. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, she just wants the people to. She just wants to kill people. You don't really need a full on ice age for that. All you need is to freeze them for 11 minutes and then they're dead. Um, and then she could just go in there once the sun comes out and, well i mean you, know, you literally just plant the seeds in the bodies out. at that point in time i was gonna yeah. say realistically this is the like the best idea that she's ever had you kill them mm. then you just use all their body for like nutrients to mm -hmm. to re-soil i also like how she's a super smart doctor at the beginning of it and then she turns into just like this fembot like look i have tits you know, she was that was her whole gimmick. Pheromones. She yeah. even does a spinneroonie and then grabs a vine as if it's a whip. And I was like, oh, yeah. she's just she's just Catwoman. OK, gotcha. yeah, I know. At the end there, she really did just turn into Catwoman. I was wondering yeah. that, too, with the whole whip vine thing. Yeah. And then Alicia Silverstone was just like, you give all girls a bad name. Kick Ugh. like <laughs> what, what, what is this writing? Again, it was infuriating. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking yeah, of bad I writing. When she's trying to figure out Albert's password or Alfred's password, like the dude's old, it's got to be something he remembers. It's not going to be his name or Bruce's name. It's going to be a sister's name, obviously, or we wouldn't have had the segue in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What's what's really weird? Can is we also the, talk about how the old first idea for Alicia the Silverstone's. Well, I said the, the the weird thing about uh, the original password was going to be Batman sex tape, but couldn't really get that <laughs> i would oh. i would have loved for hit her to write in peg but it's like sorry it has to be four characters or more <laughs> <laughs> what is it <laughs> um so allegedly with uh according to the imdb she was supposed to be peg was um peggy carter friend no maybe <laughs> Uh, like allegedly a friend of um Alfred and not his sister, and then um, yeah, friend. Uh, and then when the uh, the those parents passed away, he was going to adopt Barbara. Um, but I guess that was weird, too weird. So they made it, uh, he kind of sort of adopted her, but not fully adopted her, I guess. Plus, can we talk about how she had no English accent, but she yeah. went to a fake british school like maybe she grew up in america though and then went to that school more recently mm, maybe also maybe. when when they're doing the motorcycle scene and the one dude whatever his name is i'm gonna call him like I think it was spike johnny big dick um he's like don't forget at the uh at the bridge to like take them out and how they do it is they light Molotov cocktails that he also drives through, but no, doesn't he fall over. He stops before oh, he, he stopped. Through. I thought he drove but through it too. Here's the other thing: was that where the racetrack was supposed to go? Because yeah. there was no like bridge connecting to it. Like yeah. where the fuck were they supposed to be driving? Like racing? Like it would have made more sense if they blew up the bridge without them right? knowing. Yeah, I don't know. 
That was also that was speaking crazy. of blowing. You're trying to put up. logic in a thing where in the opening scene we saw a gun daintily land on top of a like, sculpture. <laughs> what are you talking about? None of this made sense. <laughs> That's like the best thing ever. Um, <laughs> I also I wish every like explosive device would say bomb bomb before it blows up like in this movie they literally said bomb oh. before it blew up i was like oh. what the heck is this it's the stupidest yeah. feature i really I, bane was such a disappointment in this movie i really was that's yeah. an understatement well especially since bane is what got me in the comics like the batman nightfall that storyline is my I, I for lack of better terms obsession like I love the character of Bane, they even and to teased, have him just be so stupid. They even teased the moment though they were on a freaking like bridge thing, and he was fighting them. I was like, is he gonna break like Robin's back? Like maybe not Batman's, but maybe he's gonna break Robin's back here or something. I don't know. Yeah. They didn't do it. He blew out yeah. Ivy's back earlier, so. Mm. Um, okay. Is uh, you guys have anything else you want to talk about? That I mean, we've gone pretty much over most of my notes. I yeah. think we can just chill. Okay, <laughs> we'll chill into our bingo. Okay, so obviously, unexplainable science, yep, because that covers any kind of science they covered in this at all. Uh, comic book logic for so many it. things, <laughs> especially this um, movie. So we have an origin with Ivy, mm-hmm. and then we have a origin flashback with Freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. product placement. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're, there's okay. origin flashbacks where we don't actually have to watch through the origin, and then there's the origin being in there. Okay. What was the um, what was the actual product place? Yeah, I was trying to think of the product. Taco Bell. Too. I saw a Taco Bell thing. In yeah. Uh, um, I actually don't remember what I'd originally seen, but uh, Taco uh, Bell. Sexual innuendos. Fast food. Fast food rebellion from uh, Demolition <laughs> Man. That's right. Yeah. I just watched that the other like yesterday yeah, too. That's, that's weird. That's a great movie. I don't care anybody says that's a great movie. The three shells. Um. Sexual innuendo. Obviously, anytime Ivy ever spoke. Yeah. Um, uh, we had also the weird talking trope with the way that the way that she said things, like where somebody okay. speaks in a weird like she didn't have an accent. She had like a a like the way Infection. she. It was a yeah yeah. Have you guys ever watched? Have you guys ever watched New Girl? I've seen a couple of it. Okay. Yes. There's an there's an episode in the first season where Justin Long and Zoe Deschanel they're like dating each other and they're about to have sex and they start doing these weird role play voices and Zoe Deschanel goes, "Young man, young man, sit down over there." She does this like old woman voice. At one point, I swear Uma Thurman hat was using that <laughs> accent. I was like, "What is this? What is happening right now?" Love it. Um. But we also have a reformed bad guy okay. and freeze, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then what my new bingo thing that I've added is, is fighting over a device or weapon or mechanism that controls something else. Because you see that all okay. the time in the movie. 
Like yeah. the bad guy has a gun, they fight over it. The bad guy has this button that presses and it'll explode the world and they fight back and forth over who has control of it. So that's, that's my new bingo that I added. We definitely got a bingo with this one because I mean, it's a walking rope too, I believe. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, so I, for the kill count, uh, I counted 10, but I guarantee I missed some. Uh, because I was actually watching the movie and enjoying it. And... Oh, did you count all the people that freeze froze that Batman didn't unfreeze? But he unfroze everybody. Yeah, because remember he goes, in you town. have 11 minutes, unfreeze them. In town. Now, there was definitely some of his own villains that he froze and didn't mm. uh, you know, know about. Uh, but no, like I did check online. They have a kill count of like 25. So That sounds more I, accurate. I don't know. But they were also counting, like they counted... Barbara's parents, which mm. we didn't see oh. die in the movie, so no. I don't know. They they counted a couple of the cops that Bane threw around or that mm. Freeze threw around. It's like no, we didn't see them die. Mm-hmm. They just got I mean, technically we did. Air. We saw a cop fly across a room, hit a stone statue, and fall to the ground. No, he was fine. That was essentially like when you get the ball stuck in the corner of the hoop and you just use another ball to knock it out. Yes. <laughs> it was like nice. That one gets stuck. Yeah. Um, is that? Is that all that we got to go through? No, Spawn Cave Continuum. Oh, the Spawn Cave Continuum. The Spawn Cave Continuum. Uh, Yeah. This actually, I don't know. I didn't think... No, you can can go there, Chuck, because I'll agree with you. For the early part of CGI, I thought this was fine. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, it's not bad. And they did a lot of practical effects. Like, a lot of it still holds up and looks good. I hated the part where they were surfing through the air. Like was, okay, the, yes. I'll yeah. give you serving through the air looked rough. It reminded me of the beginning of the Power Rangers movie, so that's why I gave it a pass. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> fair. All right, they did it Jason that one. <laughs> my only yeah, that, my that only gripe rough. with like computer generated stuff was when um Barbara's looking as she finally cracks the code and she's looking at the computer and just the ob- stupid obscenity <laughs> that is like scrolling. It's just like here's a plan, and now here's a here's a like a, uh, a copy like clipboard of like what the thing actually looks like. Which and I didn't I didn't bring up how creepy it was that Alfred knew her measurements. He is a butler. He's supposed to know these like, things. He's, he's Why do you have to tarnish to the good name of Al Albert like that? Alfred. <laughs> I, also I called him Albert that. earlier too. It's fine. I, I love the idea. He'll answer that, whatever. He's a servant. That's true. <laughs> I love the idea that Batman and Robin like commissioned a a graphics visual company to create a moving logo for themselves that could be like their two logos combining to each other that can then be played on a screen back on the barber's face. Yeah. See, what they really should have gotten though was since they had the overlapping symbols, we should have gotten a Batman versus Robin movie. Ooh. Uh, we did sort of, but it's animated and it came out like five years ago. It's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. I yeah, I it. saw it on like it. HBO Max when I was looking for this. I almost watched it. <laughs> the, and then I didn't. The Sue, are we supposed <laughs> I mean, to assume that Robin is Nightwing in this now? Because like oh, he was the red, the red the suit um, looks like a Nightwing suit. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be a Nightwing suit. It's paying homage to uh, the comics, and like Jordan had mentioned earlier, there was supposed to be a spinoff of him as Nightwing. A, a spinoff movie. He that. can't be Nightwing if he's not in Bloodhaven. That's the rule. You change your identity depending well, on where you're living. He wasn't in Bloodhaven when he became Nightwing. Was he not? Originally. Oh, okay. In the comics, okay. like he just 
he moved to blood when he got his own like so wait, wait. full series he moved to blood hold, hold on oh. so you're telling me he was nightwing in gotham in the comics right? yes yes okay and then and he was dick grayson while he was in gotham also right I mean, he was also Nightwing in in New York when he was Teen Titans, but whatever. Right, New yeah, York yeah. exists. In this okay, world? but so so he moved to yeah, New York. Right. So so Dick Grayson moves to New York, and Nightwing also moves to New York, and then Dick Grayson moves to Bloodhaven, and Nightwing also moves to Bloodhaven, and nobody figures this shit out. Well, nope. I mean, of of all the millions of people that are moving all over the place all the time, I mean. Plus, Bloodhaven is worse. But he was the son of the richest person in like the Eastern Hemisphere, Western Hemisphere, or something. I mean, (laughs) none of us know who Elon Musk's (laughs) kid is. I can't even pronounce its name. Isn't it a bunch of like weird symbols and stuff? (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Windigs is his name. Windigs. Um, Windigs. That's right. All right, so let's go ahead and give our ratings. Uh, We'll go ahead and start with Jordan. Out of ten, what do you give this movie? Ooh. What did I give Batman? <laughs> you gave Batman. That's a great question. Let's see. Uh, nope, that's too far. You gave it a three. Then I'm going to give this a two and a quarter. Oh my God. <laughs> wow, that's hurtful. <laughs> a little, little bit. All right. So you didn't have me on for the two I would have given above I'm a five. Sorry. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. We'll get, you on. get you on more. Uh, Chuck, what do you got for this? All right. Um, look, this is, I think this is better than Batman Forever now. Like, the more I watch it, it's not, it's not good. It's not a good movie, but there's a part of me that watched it was like, they know exactly what they're doing and they purposely made it like this. The fact that they made this movie to sell toys, the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger unbelievably kills it in this role. Yeah. Of exactly what it wants to be. I am going to go probably way higher than I should. And I'm going to say a 7.8. Oh my gosh. Damn. It's it just, it does. It's just doing the thing that I want it to do, which is be a certified flesh over here by Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we took it. My score. Ron, what do you got? So now I agree with Chuck that this was definitely better than forever. Mostly because of Arnold. Um, Obviously, I have a lot of problems with it, but I have I, I think every Batman movie, it, it, yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it a 4.8, which is just a little bit higher than I gave forever because it's <laughs> definitely better, but it's just still not good enough for a 5 or anything higher than a 5. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, well, I don't know why I'm shocked by this, but uh, I definitely rated higher than all of you. Uh, no way. 8. Because wow. like I said, I love this movie. This is a movie where I will just put on randomly and I love it from start to finish. It's it's not a great movie. And, and I, I even rated Batman Returns as an 8.5. Because that is, a, in my opinion, a better movie. I love this movie so much. Nostalgia alone bumps up the score for me. So, yes, I give it an 8. I did. I was debating between an eight and an eight five, but I can't. I can't put it up there with Batman Returns, um, for whatever reason. But um, yeah. So with our combined score, that gives us a total of five point seven one, which puts it at number ah oh, number twenty five, just behind Batman Returns, actually. 
Wait, behind yeah, Batman Returns? Yep. Uh, Batman Returns was a 5.83. If you guys didn't have me on, if, this would be yeah. a ridiculously high it <laughs> would. rating. For it really movie. would have. No, I'm, I'm okay with it. Like, I'm glad I could be spot. here. Like, it's a good spot. You're welcome. I'm glad you were here to bring the score down, Jordan. I yeah. appreciate that. You know, <laughs> that I'm I'm curious because if you're rating this an eight, what are you giving like the Batman? Is that like a ten to you or like? Okay, again, the rating. The reason why it's an eight is because of nostalgia. Because okay. I have fond memories of this movie. Joey gives nostalgia way too many points. He does. He yeah, does. I it's think ridiculous. you do give nostalgia. Like, <laughs> my nostalgia, nostalgia for me is three points. And then if you okay. get it anything past that, it's for other things other than nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia for me is two and a quarter points. So obviously. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason you why. You didn't give anything I, to Arnold's performance. <laughs> there, there's a reason why I want decimals because when we get into these movies that we're getting to real soon, of that I watch constantly and enjoy. He says he wants can, decimals and then gives it a round eight. Whatever. Okay. One, because like the Batman, I would Look, give the like, decimals I are know, for like you guys. Seven. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that that's future Joe's problem. I'm not you worried know, about that right now. I will say, I will say, I agree with you guys that Arnold is great in this movie, but I prefer my Arnold in the jungle more than I prefer him on ice. So <laughs> get me on for Predator. Wait, wait, wait. What about Predator on ice? Oh, dude. <laughs> give me that, the predators uh, doing the like the big line around, and then the one predator can't keep up with them. Yeah, give me that, and they're all skating backwards. Yeah. Oh, it would blow my mind. That, oh, I feel like that was a, 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 a robot chicken skit with the Godzilla stuff. The Matthew yeah, Broderick Godzilla. I'm surprised Bob's Burgers hasn't done it. <laughs> like honestly, give it, I mean, give it time. They might. They'll make a musical ice skipade. Um All right. Well, I think that's everything. So, Jordan, where can they find you on those internets? Uh, you could just go to my Instagram, BS and Craft Beer. That's all I'm really doing these days. Don't have a podcast anymore. I've hung that hat up. It's collecting some dust. But hey, I come back here every now and then to throw my dust on you guys. So there you go. We <laughs> will take it. Actually, you could still find Wreck My Podcast episodes on YouTube if you want to go look at old stuff. If you want to see uh, how I don't give nostalgia that many points <laughs> on a show that's, that's true. about nostalgia. <laughs> no, it's about how the nostalgia holds up, though. There's a difference. That's true. We don't do a point system. We just do a, a pass or fail, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Chuck, we're going to get you. Where the, where the dip. Chuck, go ahead. Uh, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram uh, at Kicked Out of the Hood. No E and Kicked. I'm not going to try to spell it. I mess it up every time. Um, but you can find me at Kicked Out of the Hood. No E and Kicked. And uh, you can find all of this at professionalcasual.com. I'll do. I'll be the shill for you once again. I mean, uh, head I mean, over to professionalcasual.com. Check out all the other great shows over there. You can go to patreon.com slash professional casual uh, as little as $1 a month. Get access to the discord. Uh, talk to me, talk to Joey, talk to uh, Ron. Are you on our discord? Me, I'm never you were in me, there for a I still, I still send you guys money, but uh, I don't go on the discord. I know oh, you should get discord. in there. It's actually a really good community of, of really great, like-minded people that will fist fight each other. Apparently whenever yeah. you need them to, the problem so is I don't, I, I feel too intimidated because everyone there is way too funny. <laughs> that's fair. That's super fair. Um, 
But you can do that, uh, patreon.com slash professional casual. And, uh, of course, check out all the other great shows here, the Pro- Professional Casual Network, D&D Live Plays, Pathfinder Live Plays, and uh, they're really big into Marvel Crisis Protocol still. So they're making, uh, like, big WFRP waves. Too. Oh, yeah, Wafurp. It's not WFRP, it's Wafurp. <laughs> oh, that's right, my bad. Wafurp, fourth edition. The company makes them say that, apparently. Allegedly. Yeah, actually, I remember hearing that on one of the episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I think we talked weird. about it on here at one point in time. Yeah, it's weird. Ron, where they can find you? Uh, good at this game in places like TikTok, Instagram, uh, the one with the bird that's probably going to go away. Um, I mean, we've been saying that for a while. It's still there. Uh, well, we don't leave- know that. This is a f- episode from the future. <laughs> everyone should leave Twitter and go on to Mastodon. Have you guys heard about this app? I, I know about it. Do I you know have what not. They- okay, so Mastodon is a thing like Twitter. But instead of calling it a tweet, they call it a toot. <laughs> I t- Did you guys check my toot today? <laughs> I want everyone on Mastodon right now. Anyway. Here we go make an account right now. <laughs> you guys can find this show on Twitter at Comic Rundown, on Instagram at Comic Book Rundown. You can send emails to comicbookrundown at gmail.com. Uh, rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice. Uh, if you do, we'll read it on an upcoming episode. Uh, you can also rate and review on the socials. Uh, we have merch over at Redbubble and TeePublic. And our song was done by Cam, uh, Dr. Cam, sorry, who he's almost, is... He's not quite there. He's not a doctor he'll yet? Be, he'll be there soon. Mm, okay. Hey, by the I time this comes out, you never know. I, Maybe I think he yes. has a motherfucking apple. I don't think he has a PhD yet, but he's almost ah, there. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, you can also find me uh, on my other show, Walk, the Ver- Walk Through the Multiverse, on Twitter at WalkTheVerse. Uh, I'm also part of the DC Alliance and Ranger Alliance over on the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. Um, and that show goes live on the Geekverse YouTube channel every Monday night at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern if you want to see me talk about DC stuff. So, that being said, our next movie, we'll got two choices. And Chuck, I'm going to ask you because technically you want to be on both of them. Um, do you want to cover? Hell yeah. What am I doing? Conan the Destroyer? Oh, okay. Or Toxic Avenger? Fuck. We got to cover uh, them both. But let's do next? let's do Conan the Destroyer so we okay. can get that done and out of the way. Is that like <laughs> Is that a sequel to Conan the Barbarian? Yeah. There's more movies than Conan the Barbarian? Yep, there were only yeah. two. There oh, were supposed wow. to be three. Um there's supposed to be Conan the the Destroyer, no Conan the Conqueror, but that huh. got uh, I, I believe Arnold passed on that one, and that got reworked into Crawl the Conqueror. Okay, so and then there was the television show Conan the Adventurer. With, yeah, um, adventure, not good. the sequel, the uh, the apparent remakes. Uh, Jordan, you want to be on that one too? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> That is fair. Um, <laughs> Actually, I really have you ever seen Toxic Avenger, Jordan. I've never seen Toxic Avenger. Oh, okay. You, you know, got to come I, back for Toxic Avenger. I know, I know all the lore around it. I've watched YouTube videos on it. I've just never actually seen it. Oh, you have to watch it all. You absolutely well, it, need to be on it. It gets we'll get you. It gets we'll get you back to Toxic Avenger. <laughs> which will be in like two months. You're, you've got time. Okay, cool. Yeah, I can only do this podcasting thing like every few months, you know? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got time. It's fine. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.